wasn't up back on the street. Did my time, took my chances. Get out of here. Yeah. Welcome to Dragon's Cast. We've got a special interview today. We're sitting here with Bailey Greenberg, star of the Drexel women's basketball team. We're recording right after the men's game, uh, a heartbreaking loss to College of Charleston, so we may have some uh, voice roughness on our part. Um, but uh, we've got myself, Marshall. We've got Bill Tor. How you doing? And welcome to the podcast, Bailey. Thanks for having me. So before we get started, what did you uh, think of the game that we just watched? Well, I kind of like left the whole second half, and then I came back last two minutes, and I thought Drexel fought their way back into it. Unfortunately, they couldn't get that one steal, ended up as a foul, but yeah, I thought they did a great job coming back, so it's yeah. positive. So when you're a player and you're in a similar position, they were in down double digits late in the game, what's the kind of mentality you take into it being kind of a go-to player on the women's team? Um, just like every possession, it matters, and you really have to come together after each stoppage of the play to make sure everyone's on the same page so you can keep moving forward. Everyone has to believe that you're going to win the game as well, and that has worked for us in the past, so I hope it can continue to work. <laughs> Well, it's worked to the tune of, what is it, 12 road wins in a row now in some hostile environments across the CAA and out of conference, I think dating back to last year even. Yeah. Best in the country. Yeah. What is, uh, is there a different mindset when you go on the road versus when you're at home and the comforts of playing in the deck? Yeah, any road game is obviously going to be a lot tougher because you don't have the DAC behind you, all the fans, and like the security guards always come and they get super into it too, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, you just have to stay really focused. You have to depend on your teammates, your coaches, for the energy to get the game moving. So, yeah. um, One question I always like asking players is, what made you, what made you choose Drexel? Um, so, actually, my mom's a alum here. That's not why I chose it. But, um, it came down to a bunch of things. I originally wanted to go really far from home because I just wanted to go down south and everything, but I'm a homebody, and I really like having my family being able to come to all my games, so that's super nice. But um, the coaching staff was probably the number one thing. I was between a couple schools, and what it came down to is high school. I actually had five high school, different coaches, head coaches, but and the one thing I knew I really wanted was a relationship with my coaches, and so far the five or four coaches I've had, Denise, Amy, Baker, Michelle, and Stacy have been amazing. They're amazing role models, and just how they coach, how they teach us is just an awesome way to learn. So, Does Drexel have kind of a reputation within the Catholic leagues in Philly for since Denise tends to pull a lot of players out of there? I guess so. Yeah, we do. I know we have five, or four and a half because Kate went to Wood for two years, but when I left, she left, so I count her as a PCL player. Um, and then two from O'Hara, Aubrey as well from Wood. Yeah, there has been a lot. The Carol girls all went through. Yeah. And we're looking at a couple, I think another Carol girl. So, yeah. Yeah, Denise was PCL, so <laughs> keep it all within. Yeah. What um, you, you mentioned, Aubrey, your teammate who was, she was there with Wood and she was here a year before you, she redshirted. So you're the same year. Uh, were you always planning to be a package deal, or it worked out that way? Or? Yeah, no, not at all. I was, I'm like all about always doing my own thing and trying to find my own niche, and it just happened that Drexel was like the best fit for both of us, so we got to be back together, which is nice. So you were, you've 
racked up a lot of awards over your two plus years here. A bunch of players of the week, rookie honors. Uh, you're in contention for player of the year this year. How much of that do you pay attention to while a season's going on versus like kind of after the year and those awards start to come in, especially the yearly awards? Um, yeah, you really can't pay attention. Excuse me. Pay attention to it during the season because no one cares how great you are. The last game it matters. The game you're playing currently, and you just got to keep moving forward. In the end, you can look back on it and you can be happy. But right now, you just got to stay focused and keep playing hard each game. Yeah. So along those lines, you just became the 25th player, I believe, in school history to eclipse a thousand points. Um, so. Uh, I guess going along with what you just said, you'll you'll worry about where you end up on the list once your career is over. Or yeah, do, 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 <laughs> does it does it mean something to you to look at like all the girls like uh, Holly and Camila who were here recently? Like you might be able to catch them or pass them. Does it does that mean something special to you, or you just you're just trying to win games? Um, right now, it was awesome that we did come out with the win when I did score my thousand because otherwise I wouldn't have been that happy. I would have been like, who cares? But it was nice to be able to like be a little happy after that game because we got a great team win and I scored my thousand. But answering the question, yeah, I do look up to all the girls who've came before me. Um, they have a great alumni. It's alumni weekend for us, and I love like talking to the older girls because they have a huge influence on everything. They've been in my shoes and they give great advice. So. And they're all great women, too, which is a plus. Do you have, and you're still over a year away from it, but do you have kind of a desire to follow in some of their shoes and play professionally once you're done here? No. No? (laughs) (laughs) No, not at all. I'm really excited just to do me. Yeah. (laughs) It's cool. It's nice, but it stresses me out. You know what I mean? So I'm excited just to be free again. Yeah. Just go with the wind wherever it takes me. It seems like you kind of have that mindset on the court, too. Like, no matter the situation, it's just the same temperament, no matter whether you're on offense, defense. Like, you want to you want to do what your job is there, but you don't seem to let the moment phase you, whether it dates back to last year in the CAA tournament, tough games this year. How do you, how do you really get into that mindset? Because as fans, it's tough for us. We get caught up in the moment. Um, I mean, we just had a game full of that where we're caught up in it. How do you cut through all of that noise and just focus I've always been fascinated about that with athletes being able to do that um I'm not really sure how to do it I just don't think but I know like this year definitely you should have to let things go a more a later this year as I've been in the past two years so I know I have like my teammates are looking to me so I, we just have to get over it quick you can't change the past so you've got to keep moving forward so as long as we get everyone back on the same page because bad things are going to happen it's inevitable it happens within the game but yeah you just got to keep moving forward like Nothing can bring you down that much. It's like all about the bounce back game, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, currently, part of Drexel has the number one ranked scoring defense in the country. I think you just became the number one ranked uh, defense against three point shots as well. How how does the team go about accomplishing something like that? I know from like watching the stands, the way you guys play zone and you 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 slide over so quickly like quicker than the pass comes which is kind of wild so like you can see kind of how it happens but like what goes into just giving up less than 50 points a game for over 20 plus games well as you see we don't score that much (laughs) so we have to keep our defenders or our opponents pretty low if we want to have a chance of winning the game but um yeah it's just like a complete team um effort so it's like I want to have my teammates back. My teammate wants to have my back. We want to help each other because 
together and or individually we're all okay but together we make a great team so i think that's what makes us so special is everyone's excited for each other everyone wants others to do well so it makes our defense easier to do because i don't want my teammate to get beat but if they do i'm there to help them same as like i get beat my teammates right there to back me up so it's all about the team (laughs) You mentioned the offensive side not scoring as much as probably like how much has the emergence of someone like Mora uh, after out of conference play really being a reliable three point shooter helped the team, but also you because you're kind of a go to three point shooter and having a second option there. How much does that help? Yeah, Mara has been great. Um, her shooting out like the three so consistently recently has really just opened the game up for everyone else, me included. I don't kick it out because you have to guard both the three. I think Kishana, she has had some huge threes at really big points. I think she had two against William and Mary. She had a huge one against um, Northeastern. I'm really excited for her game because I think she is going to be an amazing player. She has it right now. It's just the confidence as a freshman. You're still trying to figure out your way. But she is a very skilled guard. Yeah. And Mara, she understands the game. Her and Hannah already have that connection. So... She's gonna do very well too. Does the does their play slot in with a consistent strategy that Denise has had, or does their kind of emergence change up the strategy? And now in practice, you try new things going into games that you might not have been trying before. They were uh, able to be reliable scorers. Um, I think Kishana has done a pretty like decent job throughout the year of scoring, giving us some points, more games more so than other. Mara definitely opens up. Um, the outside game a lot so we do run more plays for the three but I think Denise and the rest of the coaching staff does a great job of catering to what her players do each year and finding our strengths and trying to emphasize them so yeah so going along with that do you think there's specific things you need to continue doing as a team and individually right now you're sitting second in the conference I think to get back to the CA championship are there do you think you need to do X, Y, and Z to get there or just keep doing what you're doing? Um, so second half of the CA is now. Tomorrow's our f- first game of the second half. And every other team's getting better out there. So we have to con- keep continuing to get better. We just have to keep playing like it's our last game because any team can beat us. I believe we can beat any team. So as long as we stay together, I think, we can continue to communicate, play defense, and just bring the energy each game, I think we'll be in good shape. But I try not to think of too much of the X's and O's. I let the coaches do that. And I just know we can control our defense and our effort each time So, and our energy. So yeah. bring that each game. One of the things as fans that we noticed, we were – I think it was after the last – was it the last Drexel home game where we flipped over to the JMU Towson game? And both of their benches kind of have a lot of gimmicky – Hype, hype yeah. noise that we're not fans of, especially compared to watching Drexel. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are always composed. Like when things go well, obviously there's like someone running down, like yeah. giving high fives. But there's none of those like bigger antics. Is that something that like it's just the style of player that Denise gets, or you guys just you're confident in your own right? You don't need to be over the top with it. Yeah, I think no, most of us are not about the rah rah that kind of stuff. I think it works very well for some teams, others not so. After we did lose the first two games of the CAA I was kind of like should we like start trying to do that but everything started to kind of fall more into place and I think we do need to get a little more excited and get each other like hyped up and everything but I don't think we're ever going to be one of those teams that's over the top with it so yeah. Are there certain teams 
there's definitely different atmospheres, obviously. Are there certain places you look forward to almost playing? I, James Madison, I mean, it, nice to go down there and win. Delaware, places like that. Are there, are there certain games where you're looking forward to more than others in terms of who you're playing and the atmosphere? Um, I do always enjoy playing the JMU just because they're just so athletic. They're very good, and it's fun to compete with them. Um, but places to visit, Delaware is my favorite ice cream ever. <laughs> um, Charleston, best town to walk around. UNCW is at the beach, so I love going to the beach. That's my favorite place ever. And then Northeastern, we always are, like, the hotel we stay at is at a mall. My cousin's on Northeastern, too, as well, so she's a freshman, so it's, like, fun to see her now. Yeah. But other than that, like, playing at anywhere else, not really. Hofstra's hard to play at. Like, no one's ever there. Um, Delaware, it's pretty empty as well. I'm trying to think, Char- yeah, most it's pretty empty in most places. <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, a, a couple minutes ago, you mentioned the kind of alumni players who come back and you've had communication with. And this past week, it was National Women's and Girls in Sports Day. One of the things I've noticed is the talent level from the elite teams all the way down through mid majors and low majors has really stepped up. I think in the last 10 years, and I think it's continuing to, and you start to see more and more talent playing. Do you think that's a result of, my, my assumption is that's a result of more girls who might not have played basketball previously now are because sports is really being emphasized there. Do you think that's a fair assumption or do you think it's something else? Um, I guess so. I think more people are trying to focus on one sport more so, but I'm not a fan of that. I think everyone should play everything growing up, even in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you should eventually start to focus on something, but it's just get burned out. You don't want to just do same thing all like high school to college. It's eight years. Yeah. Like you want to kind of mix it up. And I think, I know Denise encourages like doing other sports in high school. Like I tried a bunch of different things and I really enjoyed it that way. What were your other favorite sports? Um, so I played volleyball my freshman and senior year. I played lacrosse. That was my second favorite. Um, just freshman and sophomore year. I would have played my senior year, but coach was pretty intense. Made you run a lot. I was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> and then I did track my senior year. So oh, okay. yeah. Nice. You didn't like running, but you ran track. Only field events. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, do you have the CA has a, a ton of a talent both individually and collectively like players do you have specific players who you like look forward to, to playing against from different teams like I know when I play that team I'm going up against a really good player or it's just kind not, of take them as they come yeah not really I don't like most of the girls only a girl I could think of but like we don't even guard each other is Kamai Smalls just because she was on Newman when I played Wood so we played against each other but like we don't really yeah she's more of a guard and more of a post so we don't really cross paths at all so but yeah besides that no I don't really like worry about who I'm playing I'm just trying to stop the ball <laughs> <laughs> is there anything from other players not even just in the CAA but players men's women's that you kind of try to add to your game as you've progressed throughout your career from high school to college and each year or um yeah there's a lot of things I need to learn to add (laughs) but uh I don't know I just get inspired when I go and like I'll watch like some of my friends play or something and see how hard they play and like that motivates me I'm like oh next game I want to play just like them yeah so like I have my one friend she could have went division one if she wanted to but she's at Tufts University which is like right outside of Boston and she's like one of my favorite people to watch play just because she plays so hard and she plays for her teammates and she's just so fun to play with as well like she's 
great overall individual. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go back to uh, the high school. Who, who's winning the Catholic League this year? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I don't really always – obviously, I want Wood to win, but <laughs> – I haven't seen my old AAU coach, Rini Shields, a Carol. She's the Carol coach. She's amazing. So I, like, root for her. Meg Creighton's younger cousin's on Carol, too. So we just saw them play West the other night, and they won, which is really nice. But I hope Wood wins. But if they don't win, I want Carol, too. So I think Denise was telling us when we talked to her how, like, Keyshana thought it was so funny watching it from afar, like the rivalries with – uh, oh, Wood and like, O'Hara. Yeah, she, she, like, and the different AAU teams because she's kind of on, on the outside looking in and was enjoying it. I think uh, I looked it up. I think I think uh, O'Hara beat Wood the other a few the, weeks ago. But, oh, so. wait, uh, they're probably done. Yeah. I hate O'Hara, so I hope they lose. <laughs> I tell them, my didn't, teammates. Didn't, didn't stop you from coming uh, to play for a, an alum? No, because Denise is cool. My teammates, <laughs> um... <laughs> Hannah, I think, loves O'Hara so much that, like, it's deep in my hatred. <laughs> I tell her that, too. I'm like, you yeah, know. So is it, like, a friendly rivalry? Yeah, or yeah. It's like a... No, nothing's, like, serious. Because, like, I like Wood, but I'm just like, I oh, like this high school. <laughs> like, I will always support them, but, yeah. When, um, when Drexel had their last, like, before last year, their run to back-to-back CAA finals and then won the WNIT one year, That would you would have been like early high school years at that point. Was that something on your radar at that point? And like, did that help you make any decisions seeing that success? Or No, I honestly had no idea. I like, people are calling me, I'm like, hey. <laughs> I have like no idea what's going on. I'm like, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't knew nothing about like anything. I knew Drexel was successful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think when I came here, Megan Creighton was my host, and she was awesome. Kind of one of the reasons I came here. She, like the things she told me, I was like, "All right, that makes sense." Like, yeah. As well as um, one of Denise's former teammates from Nova, her she was like my coach growing up, and I couldn't make a decision to save my life. Her it's Jen Karanji, but it was Jen Snell when she played with Denise. My dad wouldn't help me because I transferred high schools. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Nope, you're on your own." I was like, "Oh." So she, like, put everything into perspective. I'm like, all right, like, this makes sense, so. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned about, like, former players, like, kind of helping you out. Is there something that when we look back in 10 years, you want you want to have helped further that Drexel legacy? Like, what what do you want people to, to remember you for as well? Um, Probably just being, like, a great team player. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care about the individual things. I'd rather our team be more successful than my personal self be successful. So, On the recruiting front, there's a pretty good class coming in next year, and yes. that's going to be year senior year. Mm-hmm. And I know it's way too early to even be thinking about next year, but um, one of the recruits is Anna's sister, for example. Is there kind of uh, anticipation to next year while still focusing on this year, but knowing like there's a good crop of players coming in that yeah. can especially bolster a bench? We do have a lot of good freshmen coming in. I'm very excited to see how they all do. I think they'll compete pretty well. Um, I think it's going to be so cool. Anna's one of my best friends on the team. She's awesome. So I'm excited her sister's coming as well. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't got to see her play, actually, which I'm a little upset about, but I heard she's doing really well this year. Mm-hmm. And they bring some flair and, like, fun. Like, the way Anna plays is so cool, I think. And yeah. I think Maria's, like, the same way. So yeah. it'll be exciting to see. Yeah. Um... Random aside, because I'm looking at the jersey on the wall. 23, is there a significance to it? Yes. So my dad's one of 12. 
and I'm the 23rd grandchild, so I wear it for my grandma. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That is... That's an entire team. We always talk about how a few years from now, Denise's uh, nieces, so they can field an entire an entire team. So yeah, Jeez. they're great. The nieces, I love when they come. Did you wear it in high school as well? Twenty three. So it was actually retired. I wore it at. I went to Gwinnett Mercy my freshman year. I wore it there, and then I always wore it growing up. I would like tape like a two or a three on my summer league jerseys so I could be it. <laughs> um. Marshall alluded to like the the talent that's coming in for Drexel next year, and if you look, I don't know how much you're paying attention to um, other teams, but the CEA is going to be stacked next year, at least on paper. Um, Delaware gets Anabasi back, who missed this year to injury. James Madison, I think, is they don't returning lose like <laughs> four, four of their starters. Yeah, Elon's going to come back. Towson's not losing any of their starters, so. Um, we talked with Denise about like what does what does the league need to do to get the respect to get to become a perennial two bid league because the CAA is tenth in RPI right now, which is what it was at last year. Which is um, one thing Denise talked about is how the A10 markets itself so well on the women's side that people think it's a high end conference. The right. A10 right now is seventeenth in RPI. And the CAA is all CAA be yes. like all the A10 teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it, is that something you think about? Like, well, if we what can we collectively do or it's just let's win the tournament and not worry about it i like i like let's win the tournament not worry about it that'd be awesome but yeah no i think about that often because it's i even think about like drexel the name like we have such great coaches like to go to school here i think it's an awesome opportunity i'm in the five-year three co-op program so like i'm interning in the summer and springs getting like nice like work experience but Drexel, when you think of Philadelphia basketball, you think of the Big Five, and Drexel's right out there. And even though Denise, Amy, have built up this program from the ground when Denise got here, what, 16, 17 years ago, yeah. we still like don't have that top basketball house name. Like Someone's going to still want to go to Villanova necessarily because they have the name. And I think that's the same way with the CAAs. We might have the numbers, but... To get that respect, I don't know how that even works. So, yeah, I think yeah. just win. <laughs> just win. Was it uh, hosting the CAA tournament last year? Came up just so short in the no. championship. But the biggest gripe we had with that was the giant sticker that took over half the court. Oh, my God. That seemingly everyone was slipping on. Was that annoying to play on? Honestly, I can't even remember the sticker, but like I remember it, but I don't know. I don't remember like slipping on it necessarily. Yeah. But yeah, having it at home, it was such a shame Sarah got hurt. Yeah. The game before, oh, but yeah, it was awesome because everyone came out and that meant a lot. So yeah, we talked about how like it seemed unfair that they covered all the Drexel stuff, but the year before they didn't cover it at JMU because it covers the whole court, which, in my opinion, is the ugly. Like, is it distracting to play on that? Because when you watch, like, a video feed, it's hard to even see the players on the court. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, I know it is. It's kind of like, oof, like, it's purple. (laughs) It's a giant dog. That's not that cute. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's not. It's a good atmosphere, though. They do draw a nice crowd, which is pretty nice, even if they're booing against you. (laughs) Well, I mean, what else is there to do in Harrisonburg, Virginia? Very true. (laughs) Would you rather rather be playing in front of a big crowd that's booing you, like an away crowd, or one that's just kind of quiet and indifferent? Like, does the the booing intensify you, like, 
motivate you or it's just... No, I kind of block everything out. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really matter. I try not to worry about the environment around me or just what's going on on the court, so... Yeah. Uh, well, we'll get you out of here on this. Uh, what do you think about the Sixers moves the last couple of days to really stack their team? I <laughs> Wait, somewhere sell left, right? And then... Yeah. Who'd they get? I saw, like, the two guys. I don't <laughs> to, even know. Tobias Harris and... Uh, uh, a couple other bench guys. Yeah, Markel. Markel's gone. So. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a Sixers fan? I do watch yeah. the Sixers. Um, I don't really always pay attention to yeah. the trades. I haven't got it. Yeah. But yeah, no, I like watching the Sixers. I went to a game like a week ago. Yeah. But Jimmy Butler was hurt, so I was a little upset. But yeah, no, I love seeing um, Ben, Joel, JJ Redick, yeah. TJ. It's really fun to watch. Yeah. Were you here when? Yes. <laughs> oh, I was here when <laughs> I, I was like sitting. Doing. My parents were actually at the game because we were going. My dad played for LaSalle and they were mm-hmm. playing at Penn that day. And we were going to walk down after. And, like, yeah, Kendall and Ben just walked over, like, what? <laughs> you could see a migration of, like, people towards. Everyone like, came yeah. to stop with us. I was like, no one was just here. And now you're all here. <laughs> yeah, I think a couple of my teammates got a picture with TJ after the game, which was really cool of him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with your dad having played at LaSalle, was there pressure from him for you to go there? No, he no. knew. It was like, I think that was actually the first offer I received, he said. And he kind of was just like, no. <laughs> they they would have needed you this year. They started, what, 0-12? Yeah. My the- sister's roommate walks on. She's number 33, Aaron Morgan, which is really funny. They asked my sister, and my sister was like, gosh, no. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> so out of it. Yeah, yeah the, the men's and women's at LaSalle combined to go like 0-23 to I start think or something. The men's team, I think, is 500, though. Yeah, they're... Yeah, A-10, Ashley Howard, is, who coached at Drexel, went and coached at Drexel. He's, yeah. he's turning things around. So, which is good. And the women's coach says first year, so just need a little time. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, any last thoughts you want to add before we wrap it up? Go Dragons! <laughs> nice. No. Uh, so as Bailey mentioned earlier, uh, we're recording this before the Delaware game. Big, obviously, rivalry game on Sunday. It's on TV, too. Uh, but hopefully you can come in person and help create an awesome atmosphere and come out for the rest of the year as well and then get down to Delaware for the CA tournament and hopefully win it this year. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Bailey. Thank you for having me. <laughs>